I'm Ray Rogers. You're listening to Fix This, a podcast exploring tech ideas and solutions to some of today's largest challenges. Here at Amazon Web Services, we believe that technology and the tech community should be built in a way that is inclusive, diverse, and equitable. And we have a responsibility to help make that happen. One way we can help deliver on this mission of building a more inclusive tech world is by creating programs that offer access and opportunities in addition to support. And in this vein, we recently launched the AWS Think Big for Small Business program, which aims to support small or minority-owned AWS partners in their cloud adoption journey. To learn about how the program got started, I chatted with Sandy Carter, Vice President of Worldwide Public Sector Partners and Programs at AWS, and Tia Dubison, co-founder of the company Bell Fleur. Take a listen to our conversation. Hi, my name is Sandy Carter. I work for Amazon Web Services, commonly known as AWS. I am Tia and co-founder and president of Bell Fleur Technologies. Tia, how did Bell Fleur get started? And as a minority woman-owned business, what were some of the challenges you faced in getting up and running? I basically um, have a background in microbiology and I saw in my last job where data and insights uh, was actually being utilized to help accelerate my work in the lab. And from there, I was it piqued my interest to really look at what would this data story look like in 10 years. I decided to step out of the workforce, learn AWS, get certified, um, and actually start to see how could I actually apply this not only to my field, but how would this impact other uh, companies as well. And so in 2013, uh, the company uh, was birthed. A challenge in being a minority woman-owned firm a lot of times is getting funding. Um, there's, you know, that's no secret that the numbers are out there. Women are four times more likely to start a, a company and then the funding, especially when it comes to minority, you know, uh, firms is very quite low, very shockingly low. That definitely is a big hurdle and barrier, I think, to cross um, as a minority firm. Yeah, and Sandy, you spend so much time, of course, talking to so many other businesses. What are some of the common challenges that you've heard from partners? If you look at a fe female founded business, they are 15% more profitable, but 40% less likely to get funded. So it's not just about looking at business outcomes. There are decisions that are being made on different ways. Other things that we've seen as requests from partners, um, in particular are, how do I get help on the technology side? Now, you know, Tia jumped in there and learned AWS. A lot of our partners are doing the same thing, especially when they're small. They don't have a lot of extra overhead for programmers. And so one of the things that we wanted to address was how do we get them tech skills? And then, of course, you know, the numbers show that 90% of startups don't fail because of their technology. They fail because they don't have the right go-to-market. Looking all the way back when you were very first getting started to today, how has your business changed and evolved and how has being an AWS partner helped get you there? I know mentorship has played an important role um, in your journey. Being from a very technical background, both myself and the other co-founder, we were very technically uh, astute, but when it came to the business value, that's where we really, really, really needed to be able to translate what we were doing technically that had so much business value, but how do you translate that into verbiage where the business can actually glean it, 
understand it and see themselves in it and actually wanting, you know, to go with you because they understand what you do. Um, but that's where we really leaned on programs to help us to shape the narrative for the business to include them as stakeholders on the table, um, because a lot of them are the decision makers. You don't even get to uh, put a hand to keyboard unless you're able to woo the business, right, and make sure that they see themselves in the solution and they understand that solution um, from a business standpoint. And so getting involved with programs at AWS, if you bring on this platform, what does that mean for your operations versus what it looks like today, which is not a very technical question. Um, you know, playbooks, run books, how do they know how they're pacing and how they're doing? So that started to help us to jog more of those business drivers um, into the business. And so it started around cost, but then we very soon were able to then look at um, how do we take advantage of Navigate? Navigate program has been fantastic. I would encourage any partner of any size to take advantage of uh, the Navigates that are mm -hmm. aligned to your superpower, whatever your focus is, because it truly did, you know, pun intended, help to navigate not only our technical journey, but they have a business uh, track as well that correspond, that correlate with the technical. So that really helped us, those slide decks and, you know, those go-to-market, you know, strategies, as uh, Sandy mentioned, there's some pre-approved kind of templates that are in there that can really help to springboard you as you start to get your voice. In 2020, amid the pandemic, um, we kickstarted the new project, which you mentioned, the AWS Think Big for Small Business Program, which supports small and minority-owned AWS partners in their cloud adoption journey. Tell us a little bit about how the program came about. We started hearing that there were more, you know, government cities that were looking for diverse partners. And then as we talked to the diverse partners, they needed a little bit of extra help that the um, typical APN program did not provide. And so as we did our research, you know, helping with go-to-market, helping with technology, helping do connections for funding, the Think Big for Small Business program was born to give those diversity partners defined however your city, region, country defines it, um, you know, women-owned, Black-owned, Brown-owned, veteran-owned businesses, whatever that diversity is, give that little bit of extra boost to them to get them going and to get them really started. So when you say boost, what exactly do you mean? Um, what kind of technical support, marketing help, or mentorship are we offering to these partners? On the go-to-market side, if a partner needs some help in that regards, we help them craft a value proposition, help them figure out their points of differentiation, maybe even help them out with MDF funding so they can start, you know, a Facebook ad or be part of one of our webcasts or webinars. On the technical side, we offer a technical capability discount, but also mentorship so they can work on their AWS competencies, which they need in order to build up to higher tiering in our partner program. And then one of my very favorites is PTP, our Partner Transformation Program. That's a 100-step program that enables a partner to step-by-step step become a cloud-based business. So we share best practices like governance, culture, DevOps, and we do it very customized for the partner. So they get expedited access to that as well. And Tia, can you tell us a little bit about Bell Fleur's involvement with the program as well? Being able to take advantage of Think Big for Small Business to help 
navigate you from like day one, which is awesome uh, to have more of like a roadmap and you can kind of set very strategic goals as you're trying to figure out other things about even being be, being a small business in general. Um, this is very great in helping you to navigate there. So I think for us, I look at the Think Big for Small Business. I'm very happy to be a part of it as a mentor for other businesses, because we did have a partner that did that for us. I was always very thankful for the encouragement and very, very thankful for that reinforcement and just uh, the confidence that that larger, much larger partner was pouring into us and saying, I know that you're going to make it. Um, here's some things that you can do. Here's some things that you can you know, make some decisions on and, and even pointing out certain programs that we hadn't even um, you know seen yet, but just to give us kind of a roadmap of, of some items and helping us to navigate was fantastic in addition to the um, APN portal and um, our PDM. Can you share some tips that you found most helpful that you would like to pass on to other partners um, or other customers who may be listening? Tia and others were on with us on a kind of a follow the sun where we launched the program. And what naturally occurred were founders and startup leaders getting together and sharing, uh, you know, best practices. So, for example, um, in one of the sessions, one of the gentlemen said, look, you know, look, if you're going for a competency, go for migration before a vertical competency. It seems like a very you know, kind of off the cuff um, statement. But now we've had a lot of our partners come in and say, okay, we're going to go for migration because there's so much opportunity and that enables us to get some funding for our assessment phase and our project build out phase while we're doing a migration. It was a great tip. It was, it was kind of, again, off the cuff, but it really helped a lot of our partners. I always say the first thing you want to do is focus because I think when you understand where you want to focus, you can start there and there's programs that are built for that. I know they say that uh, there's an app for that. Well, the APA partner program has a program for that. If there's something that you want to focus on and, and focus your practice and differentiate on, there are programs that are surrounding that that will help you to get to the levels that you need to achieve to differentiate, um, whether that's through service delivery or through competency and then beyond competency, like you said, working with, you know, co-selling with sales and what does that look like to be like a best in partner? Um, so just giving those little nuggets of, you know, get a gold medal at one first. And I, I've had a couple of uh, partners that are in the Think Big for Small Business. When I gave them that nugget, they said, well, but doesn't that make us look small? And I said, well, actually, you can make yourself look very big because if you're the go-to partner for like IoT on AWS, everybody will know your name if you make a big enough splash and you specialize. And then from there, you can look at, and that's just for instance, it could be any specialization. You can then add on to that. But it's a business. You're a small business that wants to grow to medium and then large, right? So how do you do that? And you have to focus you have to be able to grow. You have to be able to capture a certain market with your skill set that you have today. And I always tell them, start with what you already started with. In 2021, the U.S. Census Bureau released updated numbers. And based on the latest census data from the 2019 annual business survey, approximately 18.3% or about 1 million of all U.S. businesses were minority owned and about 19.9% or about 1.1 million of all businesses were owned by women. Tell us about the importance of diversity to the APN and to this program in particular. Uh, we just got some latest data from McKinsey, and it showed that if you have a diverse team, that diversity of thought 
that you have a 70% greater chance for opening up a new market segment and you have a 42% chance of driving greater revenue. Now, what business doesn't want that? So while looking at diversity is right, it's the right thing to do, it's a good thing to do, it's also the right business decision. It leads to strong business outcomes. Just to, you know, from a business perspective, as Sandy was mentioning, um, you know, from an innovation perspective and just the importance of, you know, not only having that diversity and that, you know, inclusion, but that equality piece. I think a lot of times we tend to pull, you know, from the same buckets when we're even hiring um, when it comes to the degree that a person has. Um, Looking at our HR and kind of hiring practices and looking at, you know, dusting off some of those you know, basically those job descriptions, making sure that we have a diversity of thought even around that to make sure that we're including those types of thinking and thought patterns and blueprints as we're building those algorithms for machine learning. Wrapping up here, what's next for the program? These partners are making an impact. And because of that, we're going to do more global expansion. Uh, We are going to drive um, more types of diversity and also really formalize by listening to our partners, the different types of help they need. So now we know they need go-to-market help, but specifically what would help them? You know, having a small business community, having a diverse community that people can gain mentoring from, sponsorship from, ideas from, makes all the difference. So we really want to expand upon that. Starting at reInvent, we want to host a um, Think Big for Small Business community meeting. So Think Big for Small Business is on the move. Um, and we have uh, tremendous more things ahead of us. To discover more customer stories, check out our archives wherever you get your podcasts. Or you can visit us online at aws.amazon.com slash fix this dash podcast. And to learn more about the AWS Think Big for Small Business program, visit aws.amazon.com slash partners slash programs slash small dash business. Thank you to our guests, Sandy and Tia, and thank you for tuning in. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe, rate, review, and share. We'll be here on the next one.